Welcome to the Football Fun Factory Podcast. The weekly show for football mums, dads and coaches that showcases all things kids football. Starring FFF head coaches James Cutting and Johnny Martin. Episode 5 of the Football Fun Factory Podcast. Uh, Here we are from the FFF Indoor Centre in Red Lodge. Uh, I'm joined here today by... All three head coaches, James Cutting, Kyle and Johnny. The team. The team. The team's yeah. together. <laughs> uh, we've got the team together, so that's good. Our first podcast all together. It is indeed. Very good. So, Kyle, is, you've been in here a few times now. You've helped sort of with a few birthday parties as part of your sort of settling in process. Yeah. I but, mean, um, this is an incredible place. An incredible opportunity for us as well. Yeah, that's it. It, it. it enables us to do something a little bit different, doesn't it? And... Yeah. Um, Whilst we sort of go out to commercial venues and sports centres and things to be able to have a place that's our own. Exactly. It's I pretty like cool too. It's our own hub and everyone knows what it is with our logo everywhere and everyone knows exactly what's going to happen in this, yeah. this environment. No, that's it. And it's um, said to you, Johnny, before, like, it's amazing how we, we came in and looked at this space and literally everything just fits to the inch. It's literally like, yeah, made to be designed. Purp- looks like it's purpose made. It yeah, wasn't. Yeah. But, um, but yes, yeah, fantastic facility, and um, it's great to have it here. We've got a course today. All the kids have gone outside, so we could uh, have a little podcast. Um, but they're out there playing in the sunshine, so they're happy enough. And then they'll come back in later on. Inflatable goal, football darts, inflatable pitch. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool environment. Oh, massively so. One which, Definitely. if I was five or six years old, I know that I'd like Absolutely to be playing in here. Well, you say about, say about the environment, so that's our topic today. Uh, so we're obviously going to speak about how we create the environment and the importance of a, a good environment for players when they're in that, when yeah. they come to sessions. Yeah, um, so I think, um, so this podcast is probably more, we, we all say, don't we, that the podcast is for football parents, family members and coaches. This one's probably of more interest if you're a football coach, I would say, Yeah. Um, because of the type of things that we're talking about Um but creating the environment, what does that mean to you, Carl? Creating the environment as a coach? To be honest, creating the environment is, is all about the image at the start of the session. I think having everything set out, these brilliant colours, the uh, same colours of cones and everything like that. And creating that um, environment where any kid or child, sorry, is going to love to come up to you, ask you questions. I'm going to try and learn every single child's name at the start of the session. Um, and make sure they're learning each other's names as well because it's a yeah, social yeah. opportunity for them but also a social opportunity for me. I've noticed that in your coaching actually. So when yeah. you deliver a session, you're unbelievable at getting to know the kids' names really, really quickly. Oh, of course, definitely. definitely. And, um, and, and there's huge importance <coughs> in that, isn't there? Because if you come along to your first session, second session, and you get to know a child's name really, really quickly, then using their name that makes them feel part of it. We talked about sense of belonging last yeah. week. Well, well, you belong straight away because the coach oh, he knows who I am yeah and creates a rapport with you it's interesting what you said about um, like as you arrive and having that the, the thing everything set up I think that's, that's such importance when especially someone comes for the first time yeah. and they're a little bit nervous and if they come into somewhere where wow actually it sort of takes your breath away because the first time I came here it, it did genuinely take my it breath away it yeah it's, it's incredible the, the experiences we've got here with the inflatables and sessions weekly that would be amazing as a kid I think if I was a kid at that age I'd love it I would yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Love it. And it's, um, but it inspires the coaching team oh, um, we've all done coaching courses where you turn up for the day you've got a bag of balls and some cones and some bibs yeah. 
And let's be honest, we probably thought, what should we do today that's going to inspire the children? Yeah. Um, and if it's a five-day course in the school holidays, well, what, what can we do today on the fifth day that we haven't done on day one, two, three, or four? Um, and I think that's where what we offer is that little bit different, where yeah, yeah, the kids yeah. are just desperate to do the stuff that we're doing and the variety that we have in place as well. Yeah, definitely. What do you think, for like your experiences, James, that creates a good environment for kids? Um, I think I think it's really important to try and link this into um, a grassroots football coach, maybe gone on his level his or her level one course, yeah, and then they've then gone on and coached a, a team. There might be a parent of one of the children in the team, quite a familiar sort of scenario. Um, and it's almost like, what can they do? So to, to sort yeah. of change your question a little bit, yeah, but yeah. what can they do? Because, and look, I think we could have a really good discussion on that because they're not blessed with an inflatable goal that's three metres tall and however long wide and an inflatable pitch that's like massive and whatever. and and they're outdoors probably on grass or down the local rec yeah not necessarily um obviously there's some fantastic 3g facilities and stuff now yeah but what can they do what can they do to you know with a, a bag of balls and some cones what can they do to create the perfect environment yeah for, for me i think a, a really good skill or i think something i've used over the years is a, like a little pre-arrival activity or a game as they arrive yeah um, i think that's such a simple but such a quick way of getting people involved in the session and yeah. like straight away relaxes them in the environment so it's easy as like easy as a little 3v3 match they just come in you give them bibs you yeah. set the pitch up and they start playing straight away they get into the headspace or into the mental state of right we're about to play football yeah and they've come from maybe a car journey or a school uh, a school or whatever it might be actually straight mm. in play football right we're here to play football such yeah. a simple way definitely and um it's all about the the first few seconds isn't it because child comes in they've never played before first few seconds wow this looks cool yeah i feel like i want to take part in it versus the trepidation of coming in thinking oh i'm not quite sure about this i don't know anyone and then all those fears yeah. then come to the, the forefront that's why your um ability to learn children's names is a really really powerful skill so powerful. that's yeah. the enthusiasm coach as well really really intrigues the, the child and makes them more comfortable in the whole environment and, and I think that's really really important so like you said about grassroots coaches enthusiasm is really really important yeah. so if a child's had a long day at school they're going to be yeah. looking forward to a session every week and they're going to be looking forward to yeah. a fun plan session that's all set out and everything and when they've got the enthusiasm of the coach it just makes it 10 times better exactly that and it's, it's almost like that process of right if a child comes into a session and you don't have you don't use their name mm. you're not necessarily enthusiastic you don't have a brilliant arrival activity set yeah. up yeah. without those things in place without you guys creating the environment to make that happen then what comes next doesn't happen so however good yeah. a coach you might be you might be about to put on the world's best training session but that child isn't mentally prepared for that training session yeah. and worst case scenario might not even take part in it yeah. Because when they came in, they didn't feel like they belonged to, to, where, to where they were that day. But you know, you know where, like Carl was saying, I think he makes a really good point of, you know, when you create that rapport with a child, it's actually that first interaction you have, like I said, it might be saying their name and, oh, hi James, nice to see you. But actually that little bit more so, oh, how's your day been? Because, like, kids, 
can be so up and down with they could have had a bad yeah. day at school they could have had a test they could be really nervous about yeah. something happening in the weekend they could have tripped and fallen over on the way to the astroturf from the car park exactly yeah. and, and that's, that's enough isn't it and it's huge and and it's really important that as a coach you you find out these little bits and you like okay well what'd you have for lunch then those little things you know if they haven't had a, a big lunch or haven't eaten that's they might be a bit low on energy and and that actually then probably changes the way you deliver your session to that child and to, yeah. and to that person I think that's like you make a really good point of getting that little extra question in or finding out a little bit more about how their day's gone because I mean, conversation the whole team that's important I mean massively yeah every training session for me every yeah. training session making them feel comfortable to, to ask you questions and like I said it's not just me getting to know the child it's the children getting to know each other as well so my yeah. sessions are really based on getting to know each other's name yeah that's it and you can do that within you know there's there's, there's different ways of doing the, all those things instead of going hi what's your name yeah like yeah. that's obviously quite a direct and <laughs> effective method of finding out someone's name but like there's loads of little games we play aren't there there's loads of little yeah. things that we do to try and to try and learn the names um, and subtle ways where they don't realise that that's actually what we're doing so like you do a brilliant one where yeah. literally run through have gates set up or whatever the challenge is once you get through 10 gates or once you've had five touches or whatever shout your name out and then literally I can see Johnny stood on the sideline going okay that's Joseph over there yeah. okay yeah. that's Emily fantastic <laughs> brilliant I've got all their names and then suddenly you go oh well done Emily and she yeah. sort of looks at you and just say how do you know my name I've only known you 10 seconds exactly yeah. Yeah. Um, so no it, that's the skill of the coach isn't it that's the skill of the coach and it's the realisation that what we do isn't about the coaching that we've put in place necessarily that comes secondary and for us we all say safety first um, fun and enjoyment second development third yeah we're never going to get to that third place if we don't get those those first bits right yeah um, it's really really crucial a really simple tip as well for for coaches listening and watching is like having certain areas and boundaries set up straight away so you know, um, it's something called social construction, and I won't bore you in too much detail. No, but, please do. But it, it basically, when a kid comes in, if they know the steps that they need to take, so for example, when they come to the session, it could be simply, simply as um, putting your bottle down in a little box that the coach has made out, yeah. and then heading to the pitch. And when they have that structure and routine every time they come to, to training, actually it helps them work out what boundaries they're in socially as well. Um, I think it's such a simple way of having the same structure every week, but really important. Um, so what I, I tend to do is like a little high five or a handshake as they yeah. come in. Nice. And it gives you an opportunity. I mean, the high five is actually an opportunity for you to speak to them and interact and, and them knowing, right, okay, right now I'm in the session when I high five the coach. And it's like tiny little tricks and things like that that just go such a long way. Mm-hmm. Well, once you've got your safety and, and your enjoyment, that's when you can then coach and develop. Yeah, it's a process in place, isn't it? And, um, you know, for, for a grassroots coach watching this now, that's what we need to try and tailor this, this podcast to, I think, is it's how can we help them take away something that they can put into their sessions? So visually then, here's, here's, a, here's a testing question, right? So um, we're blessed with inflatable pitches, giant foot darts, three metres tall, um, giant footballs like this one over here. Massively helps, yeah. And uh, those things put a smile on faces and they, yeah. and they, and kids straight away, they're engaged. What do you do? You're um, a 35-year-old guy that's an accountant. He's done his level one course to take his local Colts team. Brilliant thing to do, volunteer his time. He's on a wreck. Yeah. 
it's five o'clock, it's cold, it's wet, it's windy, he's got his kids coming for his first training session. How do you make it visually inspiring or how do you inspire them in an instant, in that same way, without the tools that we have at our disposal? Great question. <laughs> do you want to go, Kyle? So, a tester. so, I think just having a, a plan in your head. Even I know there's no time to really properly plan a session for the, the grassroots coach who's yeah, it's tough. coming from work and going straight to a session to coach maybe his son's or daughter's side. Yeah. But I mean, on the way, just having a little plan of what you might do if you're on an activity. Yeah. Then you might actually trying to link the two together so they get the, the, the same outcomes from both of those sessions, and then just finding a fun sort of game you can play at the end where it's going to engage with the child and they're going to be learning something from it. Yeah. Um, but again, going back to the setup of the whole activity, so you know you'll get a stack of cones and it might be multi-coloured and I mm -hmm. think what Johnny said earlier about the boundaries, yeah. try and make every boundary the same colour, so the red's the, the pitch, the yeah. blue's the, the water nice. bottles, um, and the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the blue's the water and white's the Love that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. I think that would really And good. then consistency. So that the next week, same again. Yeah. Same again. It's not different. It's it's like consistent though. You said, come and put your water bottle down in the safe zone every week. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. That's what I know. I think um I think something I always try and do is like the kids are unbelievable. <laughs> like what they come up with and what they dream and what they think of and their imagination, <laughs> to be honest, half the like I've done sessions before that kids have changed and they've led the way where the session's gone yeah. and I've used that session now for years and it was their idea and I, I never would have dreamt of it. So actually like setting up a, things like a boundary and actually letting the kids take it in certain ways and go, right, how could we change it? How can we change the game now? And they go, oh, let's make the picture circle. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> Crack on. And, and actually that environment, giving the, the children a bit of uh, ownership and responsibility, I think that can go a long way. And actually, as a coach, you can constantly learn stuff from nine, ten-year-olds that have this crazy imagination that could yeah. take your session on to, to new heights. Definitely that. And I think also, leading on from that, it's what they want to do. Yeah. So even in that scenario where a child has a, has a crazy idea of, you know, let's, using that example, turn the pitch into a circle was yeah. actually a great idea because yeah. actually there's, you can keep the ball in play oh, and, and all like, uh, those kind of things. Um, and work at different angles and so so that really really works but you try something it gives them ownership so giving children ownership is a great way to create an environment because yeah. in my opinion there's nothing worse than um, kids sat on the floor so um, coach stands up tall over them so get down to their yeah. level yeah, you know definitely. bended knee whatever sit down on the ground with them whatever you need to do to get down to their level so that you're at the same level as them but that scenario of I'm the coach you're the kids listen to me I'm going to tell you what to do yeah. like if the more that you can give them the opportunity to say well we can actually shape this session yeah and you know, have an involvement in what happens within the training session yeah, definitely. and say well that game that we played last week can we play that again and yeah and all those kind of things I think that's really crucial yeah you know when um Obviously, when you get down to their level, and like you just mentioned, I actually did a post about it a couple of weeks. Mm. It, it's so valuable. Like, it shows so much. Like, that, that is creating the environment for me. Yeah. Is when you do get down to a child's level, you do make eye contact with them, you listen to what they have to say. Like, you, you mentioned and said about oh, like making them feel welcome and getting to know and creating this social environment. Mm. But that, that is literally everything. If you do that and show a child that you care, 
then it just makes everything else easier. Then they listen when you talk. If you, it's everything's like a give and take. Yeah, it's so important. No, that's it. Um, we we could talk about this oh, all day. Yeah, this is a fantastic do, discussion. Do, we'll probably carry this on post the podcast yeah. actually, um, so we can have a bit more of a chat about it. But um, question of the week. So we invite people to send in a question on the previous podcast and say, um, you know what did you get from it and, and to ask us a question pose us a question quite often those questions come in face to face but some people do then comment on things and send stuff into us last week we had a podcast with Luke Chadwick obviously professional footballer yeah. played at the highest level um, a brilliant insight into who he is and, and the experiences that he's had and we talked about pressure um, and I had a conversation face to face with someone and they said really really enjoyed that fantastic having a guest in so it's a brilliant actually to get us three together so it's not just Johnny and I because the yeah, three-way conversation is even better um, but they, they said what have you got planned going forwards in terms of podcasts and have you got ideas of other people you can get involved um, so I thought that was a brilliant question and I think we should have a quick think now about what kind of people we could get involved because it's also a little bit of a shout out for yeah. If someone's out there thinking, I've got something to add, then you are in. You are it. Yeah. You can come and sit with us and, and share something. Because the whole purpose of what we're doing here, this, this podcast, putting it out across different platforms on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and um, to listen to it on iTunes and listen to it in your car and all those kind of things, we're putting it out to give value to people, to help them with coaching if they're a football coach, yep. parenting, if they're a football parent or family member or anyone that's involved in kids' football. Yep. But what do you guys think we can do with the podcast? And are there certain types of people <coughs> in or outside of football that we could get involved in, in these? Do you know what? I think last week's experience with uh, Luke Chadwick, the podcast is absolutely brilliant. As a May United fan as well, it's really, really good for me to, me to hear all the insights of um, how his career went with Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. So I think the professional figure as, as such as a football player is really beneficial to to any child that wants to get involved yeah. in what we do I mean especially when everything like when you hear things about Sir experts and David Beckham think yeah I'm like my eyes just like, I'm like yeah, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. you just want to listen to more so I think that figure is definitely brilliant for yeah I think especially when they've got the same messages that we're delivering so yeah. like when yeah. when Luke we, we honestly didn't prompt him to say like enjoy football it's all about fun yeah, and enjoyment yeah, exactly. and what le whatever level you play at have fun because if you don't enjoy playing football then you want to stop playing yeah. like they're his own words and and people say that you know at whatever level they play yeah I think um, you, you touched on it then James like football parents so whether it's a yeah. uh, parent of an academy child whether it's a grassroots parent we'd yeah. love to have have you in on the podcast because it'll be really interesting to hear maybe the problems that you face uh, and that they face and yeah, yeah. how we can help them with that and things that we're not aware of like we, we're yeah. trying to think now of, of things that what are the challenges for a grassroots coach what we talked about travel with yeah. with youth football what are the challenges with that um and finance you know the the, the yeah. fuel costs to yeah. get to your games and all those kind yeah. of things like what are the things that maybe we're not thinking of and that would actually form a really really good discussion point yeah, going forward Cheers, guys. It's a fantastic podcast, and um, we look forward to seeing your suggestions of what we're going to do next. Definitely.